want me to be or not. Good morning. This is Harmony Kaplan. Remember me? Uh, this is Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. And I'm happy to be back. And wouldn't you know, the minute I come back, my daughter says, well, I won't be there. Everybody wants grant time. And you, I guess she felt I deserved to have a little grant time, too. And so here with me is Grant Whitaker, our favorite shop boy. But it feels funny to be back. It's been a month. It's been a month. I don't think I've ever gone away. But, you know, sometimes it's good to take a little break. Yeah, but by the last week, I was like, okay. And maybe if it had been bad weather here, yeah, I might not have felt that way. Well, and I'm always here in February, but I've never been here for an entire month. No. And now it's a month and a week. Wow. wow. We probably can't we get rid of you We both said it at the now. same time. <laughs> We're thinking alike these yeah, days. It I, must be Palm Springs. It must be. It must be. <laughs> no, I. you know, I think last year we went away for three weeks. And, you know, given the fact, too, that obviously we haven't had much of a winter here, it, you know, you don't feel the same need to be away. I agree. And it was lovely. And I am not complaining. I am very grateful that um, we were able to go away. But I was by that last week ready to come home. Did you get your polka dot bikini out? Uh, not once. <laughs> I, I got a bathing suit out that I think I've had at least five years because I wear it so often. But you did swim. Grant, I, I should I even admit this to yeah. the public? Yes. I don't know how to swim. Oh, I have never learned. My father tried to teach me when I was really small. My son-in-law has tried. And I guess I just have a great fear. What can I say? Yeah, I did go in the hot tub. Well, there you go. I was in the well, hot tub. I saw those beautiful pictures of the pool. That's why. Oh, it was, it was a beautiful pool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I you just could have done a at. photo shoot. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? I did. I was thinking that I never did take all that many pictures yeah. outside. I love the vibe of the whole place. It looks yeah, great. Have you been to Palm Springs? You know what? I have actually never, you know, considering also that I'm gay, I've never spent any time in Palm yeah, that, Springs. You know what? It's yes. your place. I think it's because I'm always colorful. Oh, that's right. You don't need to go there. Yeah. And this way you shine. Yes. There you would just kind of be one of the guys. Yes, exactly. Um, we were actually staying in Palm Desert, which is, you know, like a 15 minute ride into yeah. Palm Springs. We were in Palm Springs a number of times, too. Um, the shopping's interesting. I will say that Minneapolis having no sales tax on clothing makes it really difficult for me to be interested in shopping other places. I agree with you 100%. Just It used to be fun to go to New York or, you know, wherever and shop. Now it's like, "Mm, I bet I could get that at home. I just, it's hard. But we were literally staying a block off El Paseo, which there's a whole, it's a nine block area of shops. Wow. And it's everything, you know, there's there's some cute little um, local stores, just the same Sounds as Sounds like heaven are. for us. And, yeah. <laughs> and then there are also shops like there's Gucci and there is um, Louis Vuitton and Tiffany's. And then there's Tommy Bahama. There was an anthropology that I have to say, I wanted to stay there. It is huge. Nice. And I don't know. I mean, I have obviously I haven't been in the one here um, in over a month. And they had such great looking clothes. Some more for really young people, but they, if you look, 
they do have a lot of things for for anybody any yeah. age and i i do it's fun to go there um when you go into palm springs the shopping is different um but there's some cool shops there a lot too. of speedos i didn't see any actually <laughs> maybe i was in the wrong stores what was weird we went in one day when ali was visiting with us and my husband was planning to go to the uh, Museum of Modern Art there, which is a wonderful, it's small, but it's wonderful. And it was a Tuesday and never thought about checking. They're closed Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You know, I always think here, I know museums are closed Mondays. Yes. And then even we were going, we went into this one store and then we were going to this other one. And luckily Allie looked it up before we went over there. Closed on Tuesdays. I don't know how they decide that. But so we didn't quite get in all of them, but we went to some good restaurants. Any new discoveries of things that you found? Mm, not really. No, I can't say that I did. Um, we did a lot of eating and a lot of sitting around the pool and relaxing. And uh, It's vacation. It is a vacation, yeah. but it's, it's good to be back here. Um, so I was sad to see yesterday... Uh, as I was preparing for the show, mm -hmm. that Iris Apfel passed away. Now, when I said it to Allie and I said, oh, she died. I was, and she said, she was 102. And I know that. Yes. And I mean, obviously, she lived a good long life. But on the other hand, she was such an icon. I, I, I think there are people who probably know who she is without knowing her name. Absolutely. She, with her high gray hair and her huge glasses. She always had these wonderful glasses. And good eyebrows. Oh yeah. And she dressed in the most colorful possible way. Um, there was a wonderful article uh, about her in the New York Times today. And it said she called herself a geriatric, geriatric starlet. And in her 80s and 90s, she was setting trends with clamorous, irreverent ensembles, a boxy, multicolored Bill Blast jacket with tinted, hoppy dancing skirt and hairy goatskin boots, a fluffy evening coat of red and green rooster feathers with suede pants slashed at the knees. I, I mean, she just she did her own thing. And what was she had a wonderful line. And she said, when you don't dress like everybody else. You don't have to think like everybody else. Or she had another quote that I read that I just thought was so great. She said, you know, I'll never be the best looking one in the room, but I'll always be the one with the best style. Oh, and that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just she had the most amazing style. And like you said, no one could do color like she could. No. I mean, she always had like seven million bracelets on and necklaces. I mean, big things that most of us, if we put on, we say, oh, my God, I can't go out right. of the house in that. But she carried it off. And she and her husband had an interior design business, and they, they refurbished things. They even worked with draperies and things yeah. at the White House. Um, he died at 100. And, but it was not till 2005 that, and it's so interesting, the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York, they had a cancellation of an exhibit, and they were looking for a last-minute replacement, and they approached her. Uh, and they decided to do an exhibition of her clothing and all. And she she was shocked because she said, I thought you had to be dead to have an exhibit in the museum. Right. But it was after that that she really became so well known. Uh, she wrote a book. 
She there was a movie about her. Did you see the movie that was out a few years back? I did. About I saw. It? I didn't see. I watched part of it, but it was just really interesting. And she's so interesting. Just yes, such an interesting person. And Barbie Mattel did a Barbie doll. It wasn't yes. for sale, but they did an Iris Apfel uh, Barbie doll. And she had over the last few years, she had different jobs as spokes person for different companies like Mac and, and Kate all. Spade yeah. she did that collaboration with H&M and 100 yes I, you know I mean you're never too old and I guess maybe that's one of the things that you can take away from her life is you know just because you reach 70 or 80 or if you're lucky enough beyond you don't have to just sit back and do nothing I think she was a, a remarkable woman um, there's a fashion designer I won't pronounce his name right Maybe you can. Duro Oluwu. And he told The Guardian in 2010 that Miss Apfel, her work has a universal quality. It's not a trend. It appeals to a certain kind of joy in everybody. And I think that's a really good way of putting it. So we're, um, she certainly had a good life and an interesting life. And um, we wish her a safe journey. Yeah, and I think it's always good to remember, you know, like she made color an easy palette for people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take a break because we got a full show today. A lot of guests. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Jill Renslow of uh, the Mall of America. So don't go away. You're listening to Shop Girls. Some subscriptions just aren't for you. Honey, when do we subscribe to Potato Lovers Weekly? Cat Lady Today? Mold of the Month Club? The New York Mimes? But when you become a member at the YMCA in February, you can get a personal training subscription that is right for you. Plus, Y members gain access to virtual Y and group fitness classes. Wait, mediocre mustaches monthly? Subscribe to a healthier lifestyle. Join the Y at ymcanorth.org. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan. It feels so funny to say that. I'd walk around the house saying to my husband, This is Harmony Kaplan. He'd say, Yeah? <laughs> what about it? Anyway, I'm here with Grant Whitaker today. And uh, Allie, I, I think she's going to be back next week. I don't know if I'll recognize her anymore, but maybe, maybe I will. Um, meanwhile, Grant, we have a special guest that is on the air with us right now. She is the Executive Vice President of Business Development and Marketing uh, at the Mall of America. You've probably heard of that place. I have, of course. Uh, None other than Jill Renslow. Are you there, Jill? I am here, and good morning. Good morning. morning. How are you? I am fabulous, and I'm loving this weather outside. I know. Isn't it wonderful? Yes. I can handle winter like this in Minnesota. Absolutely. I think we all could. Um, Jill, you know, it's interesting. I did not know, and I think there are a lot of people who listen to Weekly Dish before we come on. Um, I didn't know that Patty Soskin and Rashini Rajkumar were going to be on talking about this event coming up uh, before us. But you know what? We're going to talk about it again because you are going to be one of the honorees at Taste of the Twin Cities. Um, and congratulations on that. Thank you. I am very honored to be recognized amongst these amazing women. And we'll be sitting next to your lovely daughter. Is Ellie. that right? Um, okay. Yes, well, she will also be receiving recognition next week. Yes, she will. She said she doesn't know why. 
And I said, <laughs> I do, but then I'm her mother. So, you know, that's kind of the way you'd expect it to be. But let's talk a little bit about this. I know it's an event that Wayne Kotoski started. He, I think most people know him from when he started Taste of the NFL. Yeah, that was back in the 90s. And Sarah's a taste of that NFL and then had the brainchild of bringing this to honor women leaders throughout the community. So this is the third year. Um, and Wayne is bringing together amazing women leaders across different categories, including culinary, sports, philanthropy, and business. So you bring all these wonderful women together to converge in a wonderful night that brings food and fun and purpose. And that's the key as well, is it's not only recognizing these women and also showcasing amazing, talented local chefs who yeah. are raising money for a really great cause. Right. right. Uh, the, the money is, is going for uh, the U of M's Food is Medicine. And that is which yep. is obviously a wonderful cause. Um, tell us a little bit about, I, I know that it's a roving dinner with female is, chefs. Is that, have I got that right? That is correct. It's a really unique format. I attended last year for the first time and it's just, it's this great energy. There's silent auction items and components oh. in the beginning of the event. And then you get a chance to stroll around the room to try all these amazing different foods and desserts and there a lot of the chefs are Jane Beard nominees and winners and, oh, wow. and emerging chefs so you really get a chance to taste some amazing cuisine and then you get a chance to sit down and enjoy the program which is really dynamic and it's featuring a lot of amazing women leaders that received awards last year and they they present the awards for this oh, year oh i um, see so and yes do the do the current do, do the uh honorees of this year they just receive the award. They don't speak. It's the year before the, the actual Correct. presenters that speak. So Correct. then they'll get yeah. their turn next year. So you didn't, yeah. ha- you didn't have to prepare a speech. <laughs> as far as I know, you know, Roshini Rajkumar, she's the host of the event. Right. She's known to pull out some surprises. So we'll see what she makes us do next <laughs> Thursday. But it is next Thursday at the Renaissance Minneapolis Hotel Depot. Um, and it's all evening long. And you know what? The timing is perfect because March is Women's History Month. Yes. And March 8th, so the event's on the 7th, so right. it's on the eve of International Women's Day. So exactly. It's all about women, and we're excited to lean right into that. Isn't that perfect? And Jill, will you talk to us a little bit more, you know, because this is such a great, you're being honored, all of those things. Can we talk a little bit more about the mission and the philanthropy of it as well? That is really important. Grant, thanks for bringing that up because I think especially in Minnesota, we love to have events that really have a purpose and make a difference. And to be able to support M Health Fairview Food is Medicine program, we recognize there are a lot of food insecurities across our state. And we talk about it. We know that it it happens in all of our communities. And there's a lot of people that have food insecurities that we're not even aware of. So to be able to help really support this program and help fight those food insecurities across the state of Minnesota is really important and purposeful for this event. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, can you give us, um, Jill, I don't have the list. Do you have the list of nominees? I don't mean that you should go through all of them, but are there a few, you know, standouts that people would be interested to hear that are going to be uh, honored this year? Most definitely. So, yeah, there are about 28 women oh. in all those different categories. and that, yeah, so we That's how Allie got in there, because there were a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> she is very deserving. We love Allie. I she know that. She's a key leader. And you Absolutely. know I know that. <laughs> 
you're you're her mom. You have to give her a hard time. Absolutely, I absolutely. I love it. But you'll see um, the likes of Wendy Blackshaw, who's the leader of, who's CEO and president of Minnesota Sports and Events, making a huge difference with women's events and the major national events across the, um, the state. Lee Valsvik Lee is also being recognized. Oh, we right. Know her from Cool 108, a media maven for many, many years. Yes. We have some great representation from some of the sports teams. So Jessica Poole, who is actually the new president and CEO of Minnesota Aurora, the women's soccer team, um, yeah. is going to be recognized, as well as the new head coach for Aurora, Nicole Lukit. Um, so there's a lot of Isn't there somebody um, from the Twins as well? I'm quickly looking through the list. You caught me off I, guard. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I, I thought my daughter no, had good. told me that. There, there is, actually. I think the on the list. I think I did see that this morning. I didn't make it up. No, you did not. Okay. All right. Well, that's okay, Jill. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, across multiple teams, multiple organizations, um, and these women, what's great is a lot of us rub shoulders at different events, but we don't get a chance to network ourselves. Right. And so not only it's bringing this, um, this representation across multiple industries, but we get a chance to connect and co-create ideas together and be yes. inspired this night. That's what I was going to say. These are all, you know, they're women who lead, but they may not know all of these other women. And, you know, obviously the more you all can get together and talk, it's just good for everybody. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and the thing is, is, there are tickets left. It's almost sold out. So if people are interested in joining us for this fabulous event, they go to hungerrelatedevents.org. T- check out tickets there. And if nothing else, there's also opportunities to donate Make a contribution individually if you can't make the event because it is really going to a great cause. And is that where you would go if you just want to donate? You also go to that hungerrelatedevents.org? That is, that is correct. Okay. That is correct. Okay. And I, I just want to make sure, you know, I think I don't remember if we said it or not, but the next day is International Women's Day. Yes. So it all works together. And it's a great cause, and it's going to be a great event. Um, Congratulations to you. Do you want to tell us, and don't tell me about the prom thing, because I'm going to talk about it later. Is there there any other, quickly, any other really great event coming up or couple at the Mall of America that you want to just quickly mention? No, Harmony, thank you. I mean, we have so many fun things going on. I know you do. Um, it's spring break time, and so we have a lot of locals that do their staycations in Minnesota and right. enjoy their spring breaks or split up their spring breaks and have a little bit of time out of town and in town. But we also have a lot of people that are coming in from the drive market and fly market and everything from being able to get slimed inside of Nick Universe to we have new rides this year, oh. um, as well as great new stores, fun attractions and dining. There's something for everyone. So we look forward to seeing everybody during the spring break season. I mean, you can, you just can go to the Mall of America and stay there for the whole weekend or whatever. You know, you literally can. We have two connected hotels. You don't even need to go outside. Have you ever stayed overnight, Jill? Absolutely. Really? Yes, my family does. During the holiday season, it's a tradition for us to be able to stay at one of the hotels, be able to just enjoy, kick back, have our shopping bags, drop them off at our room, and just keep shopping and having a good time. So lots of fun traditions that That's we've fun. created over the I years. I need to go with you sometime because I, I get lost this, there. You would be the best tour guide. I would be happy to. Give me a shout anytime. Okay, we will. Well, congratulations again on your selection, and it's going to be a wonderful event, Taste of, Minis- Taste of Twin Cities, honoring all of these great women who lead and who will continue to lead. And cr- thank congratulations you. Congratulations to all of you. Yes, thank you so much, Thanks. Jill.
And Thank we will you be so much. right back day. with more Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan here with Grant Whitaker. It's such a beautiful day. It is. And you know what? It makes me think about, you know, spring is coming and all these different events that are going to happen and markets and all of that. Yeah. And so um, there's nobody who knows more about those kind of things than our friend Mitch Perfume. No, of course not. And so I believe she's on the line. Are you there, Mitch? I am here, Harmony and Grant. How are you? Welcome back. Well, thank you. It's nice to be back. I almost forgot where to come today, but I'm here. Oh, we, that could never happen. No, Harmony. no. Mitch, you are such a queen of all the things that you do and all of these markets. I feel like we have to give you like a drag name. Oh, you really? know, because you're so you're such a you are like, I mean, there's nobody that knows how to bring like the life to a market, I think, than you do. Have you come up with a name for her? Um, maybe yeah, she's our life lifestyle queen. Our lifestyle. Oh, queen. how about that? I like that. Do you like that? I do. Right. Well, Mitch, I know you have got a gazillion things coming up. And I do. And go ahead. What were you going to say? And, and I'm so excited to tell you. Um, after following Jill Renslow, who uh, has you know the biggest mall in the world, yeah. and that was fun to hear. And she had mentioned uh, the event on Thursday night and Wendy Williams Blackstaw being one of those. And I am sitting with Wendy, who is the CEO of Minnesota Sports and Events. We are on our way to the Up North show at the convention center. And Wendy brought me on to curate the Big Ten Makers Market that's happening this week oh. at, at City Center. Okay. With with 50 local vendors. So can we start out talking about yes, that? Yes, let's again? talk about that. So this is the 50 vendors. 50 vendors. And this is and going to be where and what are the hours and all of that? You tell us. Okay, thank you. So sure. it's 11 to 6. We open on Wednesday. It runs Wednesday through Saturday of this week for the women's basketball tournament which, as I think everybody in the United States has heard, it is sold out. It's the first hmm. time a city has ever sold out a women's tournament. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's impressive. It's, it's such kudos to Minnesota Sports yep. and Events for doing this. And um, so it's, the, it's Wednesday through Saturday this week. It's Wednesday through Saturday next week. There's actually a men's tournament, too, in town. Okay. But the, I think the women's have overshadowed that so much. As, as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, I started curating this market last summer because you both know how fanatical I am. And yeah. when Wendy said Big Ten, <laughs> I had to find makers that were willing, you know, there's restrictions for logos, NCA, you know, NCAA, those kind of things. Sure. You can only call on makers to say to a macrame maker, can you make 500 lanyards in all the team colors so they can show their credentials <laughs> around on them? Or Hobby Farmer, who is a Switchel maker, it's very similar to Tambuch, if you know what that is. He is setting up a whole mocktail bar inside the maker's market Ooh. and will be making mocktails. Goodness. Then we, 
we have Stephanie Ann Handcrafted, who is making a custom um, clear stadium bag for me because for all the games I go to, I don't own one of those. Right. She's putting, she's putting zippers in all the team colors so I can have my gopher, I can have my wild, I can have my uh, Vikings and twins. And so that is what this market is made up so of. This, a lot was, of- this was really a very specialized kind of market. I mean, this isn't like you can't go to your go-to um, vendor's and just have them bring their stuff. You really needed special things for this. We really did. And so that's why I, I truly have been working on this since last summer. I got a text from one of the vendors last night saying, here's all the straps I'm sewing on bags. I'll talk to you in the morning when I can be done sewing these straps on. <laughs> so you guys, this is why I do this. When you look at these vendors and when you look at an organization like Minnesota Sports and Events who provides a platform where, you know, Grant, I know you think like this, too, for your business. I always look at the bigger picture. Could an athletic director walk through or a, a, a store on campus and look at these things and buy from these local sure. makers? And so I, I always look at the bigger picture and hope for uh, bigger things for these small Right, makers. not just for individuals to be buying yeah. the stuff. Yeah, and you know, Mitch, we haven't had you on in a while, and you know, I know you're always doing great things. I wanted to ask you too, is the weather, how does the weather affect you? Is this a blessing? Is it indifferent? You know, because typically, you do so many markets throughout the year. I wanted to ask you, we've talked a lot over the weeks about the weather impacting certain sales and stores. How about you? I think I think for the Big Ten in particular, when you, when these Big Ten schools travel, we know who travels the best. It's Wisconsin, it's Iowa, and especially with Caitlin Clark, who I'm sure you've both read about. This right. Week. Yeah. And she set another record in our very own barn the other night. Yes. So kudos to the Gophers. Sad they lost because yeah. you know me, I'm a huge Gopher. But <laughs> so I think the weather is going to drive people here. I want to Minnesota sports and events is brilliant at doing is creating events around the tournaments or the events that they have so that the community can participate. So city center will be completely activated, face painting, curling, all these different things that are in the atrium. If you guys remember where I hosted the big, uh, the Super Bowl market. Right. Yeah. Um, so we're in a huge empty space and then the whole atrium is activated. Tom's watch bar uh, which opened and flourishes. It's packed downtown, that little place. You can go and watch the game there. So if you can't get tickets, Minnesota Sports and Events always provides ancillary events for our community. Yeah, to get which is great. Mitch, I want to talk about some of the other things too, but first, give us not just the Wednesday through whatever, give us the dates that the market will be open. So it is, the first week is the 6th through the 9th from 11 to 6, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. The second week is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the 13th through the 16th. Okay. And this is all at City Center? It's all at City Center. Yeah. Okay. Right, a, you know, right a block away from Target Center. Okay. And where so, can you find that information? On the Minnesota Sports and Events uh, website. Great. Okay. Perfect. So you just mentioned the Twins, and I know that they are having a maker's market that is coming back a little bit different than what happened before can you tell us a little bit about what that's going to be because opening day is april 4th it's coming up oh harmony you and i know that oh Um, yes 
I've already started tuning into uh, spring training. Yes, so, Royce Lewis hit a grand slam yesterday. I thought. I, I mean, I didn't actually see it because I was working, but yeah. I heard it, and it was wonderful. Yep. We love him. We do. So uh, the Minnesota Twins partner with U.S. Bank Stadium, with, with U.S. Bank, not Stadium, U.S. Okay. Bank. Yeah. I've got sports on my mind here. Um, <laughs> U.S. Bank um, and Minnesota Twins spend $10,000 uh, per brand. They bring in three brands that are... Um, women-owned, BIPOC, um, very diverse uh, group of brands. And those three brands are placed at gate 34 Mm -hmm. the entire season. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so uh, I play a very small part. I'm I'm very honored to be a part, but I I help facilitate those brands. I work with the, the brands individually, talk to them about the assortment that they bring, and then I help the twins uh, organization merchandise set space so that it's very inviting and enticing for the twins fans who can come and shop at every game what kind of merchandise will they have what are the the three brands are barefoot pottery which is a women-owned black-owned pottery brand it's the cutest thing she's doing baseball centric mugs and bowls and all kinds of things Um, then there's socks like furniture another women-owned brand and uh, Samantha uh, makes charcuterie boards and cutting mm. boards and, and signs. And she's just a, a brilliant wood carver. And then we have the third brand is um, United Goods, which are those darling prints that have Dayton's in the, in the uh, Twins Target Field. Oh, and, oh, okay. Yeah, she was at Dayton. She's been at a lot of markets. And so three women-owned brands that were selected by the Minnesota Twins and U.S. Bank. Oh, that's fun. I I hope they have a really good season along with the Twins. Um, In the couple minutes remaining, I I know you've got a a poolside summer market at the Four Seasons. So what's going to happen? Are you going to be there to throw people into the pool or what? (laughs) Well, I, I, I hate to admit this because you didn't like admitting it, but my mom brought me to swimming lessons at Highland Pool every day, and I screamed. I don't know how to swim either. So that oh, no wonder we get along so well. I'll come and help you both out. <laughs> you really know how to swim? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, Grant. We'll just, we'll just pick, pick a, uh, a chaise lounge on, pool, on poolside at the fourth. Exactly. And a Bloody Mary. Okay. And shop. And shop to our heart's content. So this is going to be a market that literally is around the pool? It is. So we're going to do rooftop instead of the Nordic village that I was brought on to carry. Right. We are going to do poolside markets. And it's going to be right. It's going to be very, very fun. So we're in the very beginning planning stages. You know me, I'm usually a year out from this. But when Four Seasons calls, uh, I go meet with Florian and say, yes, I will do this. Whatever they ask. Yeah, right, 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 right. Just being at the Four Seasons makes it worthwhile. He's great. He's so wonderful. They're wonderful clients to have. Okay, and we have a we just have a minute. So tell us what North Loop Green. What is that well, that's about? The new, that's the new building downtown Minneapolis that um, is in the North Loop. Um, it's owned by Heinz and Marquee Capital. Uh, Marquee Capital is a group out of Chicago. Heinz used to own uh, the Galleria. Yes. Ah, right. Right. So. Uh, they have come together. They are opening a beautiful building. There's a dog park. There's a restaurant called the Basset Hound. 
There's mm. apartment living. There, it's a multi-use space uh, building. It, 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 you can see it's almost like if you go to Wrigley Field and they have all that housing that surrounds right. Wrigley Field. Like if you and Joel decide that you're going to move or Grant, you decide that you want to go downtown, you can rent the penthouse and you won't miss a Twins game. Okay. Oh, I know what building it is. Yeah. They were building it when I was at the Twins game and you can, oh, yes. Oh, that's exactly. so cool. Mitch, so I want got, you, Mitch, I want you to yeah. get a place there and then I'll come over during all the games. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, I'll invite you guys. We'll we'll come and have game okay. game parties. I do not know how you do all of this. I do not know how you keep track of where you're supposed to be when, but I'm glad you do. Yeah, we are, and and thank you also for bringing so much life and makers and shopping and supporting all of these artists and things that you do with these markets. Well, it's truly a joy. I say, don't work for the American Red Cross, but it sure feels good to see these brands flourish and and make money and do really well and be embraced by people like you. So thank you for this platform. Well, Always thank you. Me. And hopefully people will turn out at City Center the next two weeks, Wednesday through Saturday, Saturday each week. OK, and go Gophers. Go, absolutely. Go Gophers. Thanks a million, Mitch. Thank you. All right, and we'll be back with uh, Whose Look Is It? Anyway. Welcome back to Shop Girls. The show is going so fast today. We've got so many guests. We really do. we got another guest next hour, but you know, Grant. Yes. And I have missed this being away. I have nobody to discuss all of these outfits with. and all Because this is the time in the show when we take a look at some of the things people are wearing and we say... Whose look is this anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? You know, I have to say before we start talking about these, every time we go back and forth on like who, the what, the outfit, yeah. what's new, it's so funny. I have a word written down for our first person, you know, and it, it just says girl. <laughs> Like, are, are we talking? Like, what are you doing? Are we talking Selena Gomez? Yes. Yeah. Um, she has many looks. I mean, there are times that she looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. There are times it's like you want to say, why did you leave the house like this? Tom and Lorenzo, who a lot of people follow yeah. uh, online, they weren't real um, appreciative of her <laughs> no, look they weren't. either. Um, <laughs> they, they mentioned she went cutesy goth. For her appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live, which is perhaps a nicer way of saying that she wore entirely too much look. She did. (laughs) Um, You can can you explain this look? The the top is. I'll start with this part, and then you do the bottom. The (laughs) I'll do the top. You do the bottom. The top is lacy, see through lacy, Mm -hmm. which is your fave. Oh, absolutely. And then she has a belt. Over, what is that? What is she wearing on the bottom? So it it's like a baby doll <clears throat> dress, but it almost looks like she has kind of a bodysuit under the baby doll dress. Or is but it it's a onesie? Big, poofy. Well, it skirt, looks like a balloon. Which I mean, she is not a like, deflated balloon. She's not, you know. A, a stick figure. No, but which she's is pet- fine. And she's petite. But right, she's petite 
and she's like a normal weight person. Yes. And what this does is make her look just kind of like a balloon. It really does. Like, I think they thought putting the belt might help. But, Wrong. But the photo, like, this is the the really poor part of it. Where she's coming down with a leather coat over it. She's got scrunchy, tall, almost thigh-high leather boots. Yeah. Which are not helping her ankles at all. They should have been very taut and tight. Or her She's so petite. Yes. That's the thing is like petite women know they can't overwhelm. No. Because they have to dress their shape because they're petite. This was a big mistake. (laughs) You think? I mean, I, I, I just think that, you know, when you are short... And I am in that category. Right. It's really upsetting because you see a lot of clothes you would love to wear and you know they're just not going to look right on you. Well, this is like Blade Runner meets Little House on the Prairie, especially like with the hair. And then it just kind of is bad. Do you think that her stylist just said, here, this is what you're wearing? Or do you think she liked it? I don't know. It almost looks like she ran into her closet and said, I forgot about this appearance. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a thumbs up. It's too bad. She's she listen, she's a beautiful girl. She is. She's adorable. She's I love her on Only Murders. I in do the too. Building. I was just gonna say the same thing. But this just was a poor no. choice. Okay. Well, I know Lexi already has it up so people can check it out for themselves. Grant, you sent me something that I thought <laughs> I must go get many, many pairs of these. The furry shoe. But did you read the headline? I did, but something hairy is afoot. Yes. Fuzzy shoes are trending. Are they really? They are, but like they're so bad. I mean, they're these we're talking about what looks like a loafer high heel with feathers that are draping onto the ground. And I then mean, what happens when they get all filthy? I don't know. I guess you continue dusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like somebody who's sitting there trying to come up with the next trend just says well nobody's ever done furry but it looks like you took your marabou coat and just hot glued it like in different odd places on a shoe not one of them is attractive no not one of them i would not buy them okay let's talk about jennifer lawrence um in a plunging three-piece suit a business suit they called it yes for dior's paris fashion week yes um it's all black. Yes. Long coat. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a fitted vest underneath. And she forgot her shirt. Yes, she did. She forgot her shirt. Yeah. Instead, we see a lot of boobies. We see a lot of decolletage. And a and long uh, pants, mm-hmm. cuffed, tight pants, cuffed, uh, and black boots. What do you think? I think that if she had had a vest that was higher or had a shirt under it i think it would be smashing i think it looks silly this way i mean if somebody showed up at a business meeting dressed like this what would you say um did you forget your shirt <laughs> are you cold well i mean because it is it's a there's a lot i mean it's so low cut that you really do see more than you should yeah yeah i mean like i don't even know how to phrase it because it's that much yeah I mean, I know she is, isn't she like a spokesperson for Dior? And she, she wears, is. She but, wears, you know, that's the odd thing is like, I mean, I like Jennifer Lawrence. I, do too. I think she's attractive. I think she is a good actress. This just kind of is strange to me. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I agree. Now, on the other hand, Sierra, Sienna Miller 
was wearing a great looking outfit, I thought. Yeah. Um, uh, according to, where was I reading? In Who, What, Where? Yes. Said it's a, an outfit that French women love. Um, how would you describe that pant? You know, I think it's like a a very woolen-esque gray gauchoey pant. Yeah, it's very full yeah. and then it gets tight at the ankle. But it's very attractive with the way that she has her belt, the detail in the belt with the black. So she's got black on top, gray on the bottom, and then the detail of the trench coat has that kind of intermix of plaid inside. Fabulous. And coat. she looks really good and it looks so comfortable. I was just going to say that. The nicest thing is she looks very fashionable, but she also looks comfortable. And I'm, she's smiling. Yeah. So many of these outfits you think, oh my goodness, they probably can't wait right. to get out of the limelight and get <laughs> I back I hope my boob doesn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Sienna Miller, I, I give her a thumbs up. I do too. I think it's just really beautiful. And I think it's something everyone could wear, either yeah. even male or female. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably it looks right. great. Well, that's our take yes. on whose look is it anyway. And we know what we're talking about, right? We try to. Nobody yeah. can dispute us. Um, coming up in the next hour, we also have a special guest and lots more to talk about. If you have questions, get ready to call because you can call at 651-641-1071. And we will be back after this.